Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Caleb, and I'm here with my friend Chris, who's been a good friend for many years. And throughout our friendship, we've really bonded over talking about life in more than is on the surface. And as we go underneath the surface and we look underneath the hood of life, we get into topics that are rich about how we can um, you know, better understand the stresses that are coming at us in life and how we can better understand uh, the love and the joy and the gratitude that we hold at the exact same time and how through meditation uh, we can access these in new and different ways. And it's just been a really beautiful source of our friendship and something that we want to just at least make available to you if you want to eavesdrop on it, if you want to listen to what we're talking about and getting excited about. We just want to at least make that available, should other people find value in it, it'd be fun to share it. And so that's the spirit of this, this chat and this conversation. Uh, so Chris, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. You summed that up perfectly. Fantastic. Um, sometime I'm going to do an intro, but it won't be as good as yours <laughs> because you're just awesome, Adam. I think you're going to be the intro guy in this whole in this whole arrangement that we've got. But I did I did think that it, I do think that it might be fun for someone to know a little tidbit about our friendship, which is that although it seems like it's been a long time, it's only actually been about two years. And because we've never lived in the same areas and we, and then with, with COVID happening, we have only had nine face-to-face -face meetings. And so for such a close, yeah. intense, yeah. fantastic friendship, I still yeah. just think it's funny. You know, you are one of my best friends and yep. we've only known each other two years and we've only seen each other nine times. I just, I don't know. I just think that that is strange, funny, and fantastic. I agree. I it, To me, it says like the power of connection and how like it can happen at any time. And when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And like it doesn't even need things like that you just normally rely on. And the fact that we have like not even seen each other in person enough times to be make the double digits like that that says everything but i'm 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 excited for i um for hangout number 10 in person yes i think that's going to happen in 2021 uh, i think that's i see it on the horizon and i think it's probably going to involve a bike ride if i had to guess ooh yeah uh, you're biking from LA up here. I'm not going down there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I think it's technically downhill, it's just I'm not. Going. Come on, Chris. You just coast. How yeah, hard exactly. can it be? Yeah, it's you going just, south. It's fine. That's right. You just sit on your bike and then you end up here. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is like the the theme, the theme of our banter today, uh, Chris. Okay. Here's. I, I want to like be able to say this in a way that doesn't sound too announcer-y because I put on these headphones and I talk into this fancy mic and it just brings out the announcer in me. But uh, there are books about meditation that if you pulled all the books that have ever been written about meditation and you put them into one space, you could fill up an entire library of nothing but people's thoughts on this topic so for anyone who's curious about meditation and a deeper path, there's endless amounts of opinions, knowledge, practical advice available. There's a world of information available to you. 
uh, what I'm curious about getting into today is if you take that entire library and have it just vanish, if, like, what's your experience with it? Why you actually do it? Why do you even bother with it? And what is it that keeps you coming back to it time and time again? That's such a good way to look at it. I think that we hear about the why from all those sources that you're talking about, but I love using examples to illustrate to people things, why I do what I do, why you do what you do, how people act, all that stuff. And so I feel like you could read in a book that you should do meditation because it improves your clarity and then on to the next topic. But what does that really mean? What does that, how does that apply to a yacht broker in the suburbs, a dad, uh, Mm -hmm. or a single guy in his Mm -hmm. loft in LA in the dating circuit during COVID, mm-hmm. uh, loan for holidays, sometimes, hopefully not. Uh, actually, Thanksgiving sounded beautiful for you. But I mean, h- how does it all really like apply? What do you do with it? What are the mm-hmm. what are the benefits of it? And so, that's something I think is important for us to to talk about. So, I, Caleb, I need you to help prompt me along and remind me maybe of some of the things that some of the examples maybe that resonated with you that I have um, told you about just to make sure we're covering some of them. But one of the, one of the benefits would be that when in my meditation practice, and when we use that term, practice just really means doing it over and over again, in my opinion. It just, when I say meditation practice, I mean this decided dedication to just keep doing it. In my meditation practice, I sometimes will do this fun little exercise where if I'm listening to a noise on the headphones, I think to myself, where am I hearing this right now? And it's usually between my ears. And I think, but can I hear it by my heart? Can my heart be hearing this noise instead? And that's, I believe that is shifting your consciousness around in your body Mm -hmm. and through your chakras, et cetera. And I keep playing with it. And the other day I was able to hear it in my feet, strangely enough. Mm -hmm. And so, which is not a chakra, um, but I mean, like you can... I've been playing around with moving my consciousness around in my body. And one of the biggest benefits to doing that that I'm experiencing these days is when I have a time of feeling a little bit of anxiety, stress, pressure, either from things going on in personal life, which thankfully it's very rare, um, or in business, which also has gotten to the point where it's relatively rare that it is stressful and provides anxiety, but things pop up. And I can now thank you to doing this meditation practice for a while, identify that something is bubbling up. I can feel that I'm experiencing anxiety and stress. 
and I can identify now where that's happening in my body, what the actual physical sensation is. And I just notice it. And usually, if I just notice it, it goes away. And so does the thought process that got me there. And I think what happens is that it's a chance for your mind and body to connect for a little bit and say, your body says, hey, I'm feeling this mind or brain. Is there anything we need to do about it right now? And if the answer is no, that sensation goes away right away. And this, the, there's nothing for the mind or brain to have to do. And it's awesome. It's just such a quick, fast way of evaluating what to do with anxiety, pressure, stress, and deciding if there's an action item to do or if this is just that normal stuff that keeps you up at night that you know you're not going to be able to do anything about that you just like to stress about, and it gives you an opportunity to process that and file it away accordingly. When you're like thinking about these different places of the body where you're able to hear or feel things differently. Uh, do you feel emotion in specific areas of your body? No, actually, I don't think I do. I feel, let's see, my thought on that right now is I feel almost like I can project an emotion to the part of the body. But those, for me right now, those parts of the body that are manifesting stress, anxiety, whatever, are, um, it's, it's kind of a physical sensation for me and less of an... Uh, I think it's the emotion, which could be, let's say, stress and anxiety, the emotion is causing me to notice something happening physically in my body and that I just become aware of that physical sensation happening and do something about it. So I don't know if that answers the question. Could you give me an example? I'll try. So when I say that I try to give an emotion to it, I would say in meditation, something that is really extremely beneficial that we haven't really talked about yet is that if you have a feeling of gratitude and or joy and or love, it changes the frequency of parts of your body and then ultimately of your whole body. And it, um, and there, and so there are benefits to that. It, it balances your, uh, it balances your body, it balances your mind and your soul with each other. Um, it, it helps your chakras all kind of line up and be running on the same frequency and at the same speed, et cetera. Um, 
And so uh, an absolute, an, <coughs> me, an actual practice of doing that would be that when I'm meditating, I start with my root chakra, which is um, kind of by your butt bone, I think. I don't know exactly, but it works for me where I think it is. And so I will just, uh, I come up with a memory that in, reminds me and induces all three, love, gratitude, and joy at the same time. And I'll give you two examples of them that I always think of and it works like clockwork. And so one of them is that I was on our jet ski or whatever you call it, like a sit down sea do jet ski in a lake um, with my two nephews. And the older one was steering the middle, the younger one, four years old was in between us and I was on the back. And the, the youngest one was tapping on my knee and he looks up at me with just this look of like, of all of it, of joy, of gratitude, and of love. You know, I saw in him this appreciation of all those things all at once. And then I remember I looked out at the horizon and I just thought, thank you, universe, for putting me here with loved ones who are having so much fun. We're all having so much fun and we're safe and Thank you for all of it. So I think of that memory and it starts applying to that chakra and you can feel this sensation happening all of a sudden that is like electricity kind of just going there. And then uh, I did say I'd use two examples. The other one is we travel a lot by car. We were in the Southwest um, had just looked at a cliff dwelling, an Indian cliff dwelling, and uh, we travel with my dear mother-in-law, who I love very much, and uh, we're just walking away from seeing this amazing sight, and she's walking toward me, and with this great smile and appreciation for us being on this trip and how beautiful everything was, and she high-fived me and said, thank you for getting us here. And it is just such an intense moment of those three things, those three experiences for me of, of joy and gratitude and love. And so I summon that and it applies to my energy centers and I travel around inside my body. I shift my conscience, consciousness to the other chakras like um, the just behind my belly button, the um, my gut, my heart area, my throat, my pineal gland in my in my uh, near at the bottom of my brain, my brain, um, and this eighth chakra that is outside of your body, and it all of a sudden just uh, electrifies you. It raises your frequency, and that's when really cool things happen. So. I don't think I answered your question at all, but I at least got to verbalize what, how all that works. And that is one of the biggest um, and most impactful ways of changing uh, your meditation practice and also changing your experience of things. So uh, 
I think, again, I don't know that I answered the question really uh, concisely, you, yeah, but I think that we do. It would be fun to try and give people examples of, yeah, but, but seriously, how does meditation help you when you're not meditating? Like, seriously, like, Chris, Caleb, tell me, again, why would I do this? How does it help? What's it do? The the case, you know, the sort of like the logical case of the, the why and the compelling why is hard to make because I think the benefits that you experience are different for different people and that it's relevant to like what you need to know or what you need to experience at the time or where you are in your journey. And so it's really hard to like make the case and because, and it doesn't operate on a formula. So you can't say just do these things and this will always happen because even although you've shared really good examples of ways that you've applied some, some tips and some tricks and they have helped at other times, I know firsthand from hearing your stories, you've done those same things and gotten nowhere that there's yeah. no formula. There's no guarantee. Like even in when you're spelling, it out um and so i think that the when you're when you're talking about it when you're talking about sort of the biggest macro level benefits around um you know clarity and enveloped in love joy and gratitude with a greater clarity and understanding of your world if that arises, if that sparks something in you, if curiosity peeks its head in you and starts to think like, oh, what's that about? I want to know that. I want to experience that. If there's some drive in you um, and then your your own internal GPS will guide you down the path to do that. Um, I think that when I think about my specific benefits to like why I found uh, a meditation practice to be um, helpful is... Um, that I've, I'm taking baby steps toward. I want to be careful to say it so it doesn't make it sound like I've figured it out and that I live in this space always because I haven't. But uh, you get better at building a space inside your brain, inside your body, inside your your own internal experience of your humanity becomes more and more enjoyable to live in. And if you picture your insides like you're inside of a house, um, your wallpaper. <laughs> your decorations like what kind of space are you living in like is you, are you being inside your brain inside your human experience living and feeling what you're feeling every day do you live inside a place that's brutal that's you know full of of possible bad things that could happen at any moment do you live inside a, pl a place that's sort of like always hard on yourself so it's a harsh environment what is your home your inside home like and through this space I've been able to come to find the joy and the beauty and like redecorate the inside of my house, if you will, so that I live inside of a space and my internal dwelling is, uh, is a warm, loving, joyful place that I want to be. And that when I take time out of my day to go inside of that space, whether I get to access greater insights about the world or not, I always come out feeling refreshed and happy and feeling that no matter when I need to access it, when I go inside, inside of my space, my truest self, it's a beautiful place to live. And that's the, that's the why that I would draw out for other people is that it's an opportunity to redecorate the inside of your house to make sure it's a house that you want to live in. What a beautiful analogy. That's fantastic. Because of how you wear your heart on your sleeve 
with so many interactions, but especially with our friendship and how transparent you and I are, I feel like I know that space as well. And I agree that it's beautiful. Hmm. It's a lot that you say that. <laughs> I mean, the wallpaper choice, you know, but I mean, generally speaking, I think it's just beautiful. You pulled it off. Good job. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, when you were talking earlier, this goes back to what you were talking about in terms of your story about gratitude. Uh, what struck me in that is that it's often said that the world outside of us is our mirror that is reflecting back to us what we need to see in it. And that if you look at the world, the story, the people that are around you as your mirror, they're always teaching you something. They're sharing something with you. Every situation, even if it's a negative, bad, it's a learning opportunity. It's something that you're like, if you really take it inside, you can take something away from it. And learning, it's always teaching you. And that when you look to the, the spaces where you evoke gratitude, you have found them in the mirror of other people. And that you look to the face of loved ones mirroring back to you the gratitude that they're and the joy they're experiencing in life and that helps you evoke it from even within yourself um, and it reminds me to sort of look around me in the world that i live in and remember to like use that as a mirror of 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 things that i need to be learning and what i need to be seeing and what i need to be taking in because that's really cool how that works for you i agree that's fantastic it's I, I wonder, so I wonder if, because we're having so much fun with these, doing this podcast, these podcasts and everything, I think that when I, when I think about some of the other opportunities to share stories and experiences with people that we'll get a chance to kind of go through more specific things, benefits that we both have uncovered from meditation and also just life in general, you know, uh, judgment related stuff, awareness, uh, presence is a big thing, being more present, all these things that I think are just something that would be valuable to delve into a little bit more intensely, maybe an episode at a time. Um, but I will say maybe to kind of summarize for today that, I have admired in other people and especially in you the ability to notice things and whether they are coincidences, synchronicities, um, feelings that you're having, interpretations of events. I've just noticed that you are so able to notice when something is happening. And I've always admired that about you and again about just a lot of people in my life. And I've always felt that I didn't do as good a job at that as I would like to. And through my practice of meditation, I am getting better at it and it is fantastic. I'm noticing little things that the universe keeps shoving my way um, quick example is yesterday I had to go look at a potential listing in Alameda, but before leaving, I thought I'm that close to San Francisco. I haven't seen San Francisco in over a year. I miss it. There's some kind of a tug to that spot. 
I wonder if I should drive out there. And then I started thinking, no, I have a jam-packed schedule. I don't really have time to do that. There's no reason to do it. I need to get back to the office. And wouldn't you know it, I get an email from a past customer who says, I'm thinking of selling my boat. It's in San Francisco. Can you come have a look? And next thing you know, I ended up there. And so (laughs) back in the day, I probably would never have even noticed that that happened. But now I just Mm. think, thank you. Thank you for giving me an excuse to do what I wanted to already. Thank Mm -hmm. you, universe, for aligning uh, an excuse, basically, to actually go do the thing that I kind of wanted to do anyway. And so my point is that I am able to recognize good things happening to me, good synchronicities happening to me, and evaluate situations better than I've ever been able to before. And I have it all to thank to my meditation practice. What a perfect way to sum it up and to end it this one because I want to go to the next episode where we're going to like talk about this. I'm going to just share what I got this morning in meditation and I want to get your reaction to it like we would always do in a phone call, but this time we'll record it. So let's, let's do that do next. Yes. Can't wait. See you then. See ya.